Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In a world where very few people embrace their global identity and seek to understand their neighbors, cross-cultural expert Tayo Roxon is on a mission to bridge this divide. Each week, he'll open your mind with insights from some of the global minds in the world. Get ready, take some notes, and learn how to be the best you that you can be. Welcome everybody to another episode of As Told by Nomads. Today's episode is with Kaylin Easton. And Kaylin has been marketing and promoting companies through digital experiences for over eight years. She's an entrepreneur at heart and the founder of two companies, um, Ava J. Ava J, right? Ava J. Ava J. <laughs> Ava J, which is a high-end outwear company for women, and Kivari, a vegan, all-natural personal moisturizer, a.k.a. lube. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love how you say that. <laughs> uh, Kayla's passion is giving women the tools and confidence to succeed, and we're going to be talking a lot about her passions and, and, and how to help women do just that. You know, she advocates constant uh, transparency, communication, and getting women talking about the things that they were always told not to and taboo. So, welcome to the show, Kaylin. I feel like this is going to be a very interesting topic. It's going to be very eye-opening for me, first of all, because I, well, I don't know. I you. hope so, and that is the goal. I'm so glad to be here. I've been listening to you for a while, and um, you recently interviewed um, my former boss and a, a mentor of mine, which was a great show. And so I'm actually so excited to be finally featured yeah. as a guest. So thank you. No, and for those listening, she's talking about Matt Getty, uh, from, you know, um, coconut skinny oil, and she's you know she was she was um, a chief marketing officer there as well. But you're the one that set that meeting up, and you're the reason why that interview happened. So I'm very grateful for that. And now we're, we're talking about you and, and your interesting journey. Why don't you tell us how you got started? I know yeah you've had an interesting path as an entrepreneur, as many entrepreneurs have had. But you know you've had this goal from yeah long, yeah long time absolutely. Ago. I've always been an entrepreneur at heart, but I was trained in broadcast journalism. So I started my career as a broadcaster, a journalist, a TV host. Um, I've hosted television shows. I've done fellowships and reported from Germany. I've lived in New York City. I've kind of been all over, always being a storyteller. And I loved telling stories. Um, and then I got the opportunity to go work with Skinning Company, like you mentioned, as their chief marketing officer. And that gave me this whole new um, eye-opening experience in terms of not even just digital marketing, but natural brands and how 
a brand can truly affect customers and impact global change. And if you know you listen to your podcast with Matt Getty, he talks a lot about that. And I've always been all about women empowerment and um, kind of this entrepreneur at heart. And you mentioned earlier, I had started a company um, years ago called Ava J, and I was selling women's coats and jackets, and it totally failed, which was perfect because. Like one in 10 startups makes it. So I was just, you know, another statistic. And But it taught me so much about creating a brand. And after working for a skinning company, I realized the number one question I got as chief marketing officer of a huge international company was, can I use your coconut oil as a lube? Hmm. And I thought, yeah. And I thought, okay, there's something here. Because women, this is a question that I got from women all the time. And guys, too. And, you know, if you think about it, everybody's having sex, right? Like, that's just not, we don't talk about it, but it's true. Um, you know, and then I started listening to my, my girlfriends who are getting um, pregnant and getting married and starting their own adult lives. And, and my mom and her friends who are now going through menopause, they're in a whole different facet of their um, feminine health. And I um, have always struggled with endometriosis, which is a whole nother aspect of feminine health. And I thought, oh my gosh, nobody's talking about it. Nobody's doing anything about this audience and this group of women who we're all sexual, but we're not, we're not mentioning it. Let's create a lube for them. Let's go all natural, holistic. Let's be chemical free and actually provide health benefits while you're enjoying, um, sexual experiences. It's just, first of all, you're so interesting. It's be a, it's become, <laughs> it's a taboo, right? You're right. People don't talk oh, it about is. it. Yeah, it is. Nobody talks about it. You know, there's six, what, 6 billion people in the world, 3 billion are women. So 3 billion people on this planet are having feminine sexual health issues and nobody's talking about it. And it's like, oh, that's gross, or don't don't say that, or periods, oh my gosh, you bleed, what? And it's like, yes, hello, why are we not putting this out there for culture and for people um, to talk about? And you being kind of this cross-cultural, you know, you bridge all these gaps, I figured you'd be so interested in something like this. No, 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 no I definitely am. And, I, you know, as, as well, someone who's also into women empowerment, there are some of these issues that span across, you know, culture and no one talks oh, about them. Yeah. No one talks about how to treat these things. No one talks about how to address them. So as, so as a guy, and I'm sure other guys listen to the podcast right now, what are sexual health issues that women go through that we don't talk about enough? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, if you just think about it, um, there's so many different aspects just to sex in general. And so women on a daily basis, sometimes sex is painful. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're dry, right? A dry vagina is not fun for anybody. Um, sometimes your period creates different, you know, if, if you have a, if a girlfriend or a wife who has really bad periods, they could be in pain two weeks out of every month. Yeah. They could have, you know, heavy bleeding, distress, hormonal fluctuations. I mean, and you're not even talking about the body changes that you go through when you get pregnant, when you have a baby. Then again, you turn, you know, 50, 55, you go through menopause and everything changes again. I mean, women just are constantly on this cycle of bodily change and it affects our sexuality and it affects how we feel on a day-to-day -day basis. And if mama ain't happy, nobody's happy, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, but we're not, we're not giving airtime to those issues. And I love when I talk to husbands and boyfriends and partners who are saying, oh my gosh, you know, I was helping my wife find the right birth control for her. I was helping her understand what changes were going to happen when she had this baby. Because by golly, it affects you guys too. Yeah. And it affects us as humans in general. And so those are just some of the things, you know, I talk to um, my friends who have just had babies and, and their sexual experiences with their husbands now are totally different than they were prior to having that child. And that's just something we're not talking about. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And, and Kiavari, Kiavari oil, how does that how does that help with all this? Yeah, and so Kiavari is a personal moisturizer, and yes, is it a lube? Absolutely. It is a lube. It feels great for sex. Women love it. Guys love it. But the ingredients that I use to make Kiavari, there's only six ingredients, all natural. They're edible, chemical-free. They're actually based in holistic health. Um, and so these six ingredients are actually going to benefit female health, whether it's helping with inflammation, pain, um, opening up muscles, just helping blood flow, making you feel more comfortable, providing natural lubrication that maybe you're not getting for whatever reason, whether you're going through menopause or a different time in your cycle. Kivari is a solution to problems you're facing every day, and you can use it daily, or you can use it just for sex, or you can use it to prep for childbirth, you can use it for menopause. It is really a one-stop shop for feminine health. You know, the reason why I was so fascinated with having you on, especially after, you know, you, you had set up the meeting with Matt and <laughs> yeah. you, you had also talked about your journey. I was I was so interested in how, you know, someone like you who's always known hustle as a kid and you know, even now into her adulthood as a broadcast journalist really dove into this entrepreneurship world because you left the position you said from a company that was doing well chief marketing officer yeah. and then you started your own company i'm always fascinated with that dive and that leap that someone takes because i love it i mean it's something that i've done where you you leave right. comfort and you go for what you truly want so can you talk about that journey Absolutely. I mean, I think it's funny that you leave the comfort to go to two 100% discomfort in a yes. way, yeah. <laughs> you know, and what's that one quote? It's like uh, entrepreneurs will, will work 120 hours a week to avoid working a 40 hour work week. Mm -hmm. And, and, but it's so true. And I think that there's this great freedom and flexibility and mobility in being an entrepreneur. And I want to affect change and I want to impact and I want to lead um, a life that I'm really proud of. And one of the best ways I could do that was to take a topic that I'm so passionate about, which is sexual health and female empowerment, um, and think, okay, well, what can I do about that? And is it going to benefit me to go work, you know, 35 years and make a good salary in a very comfortable corporation? Or is it going to benefit me more in the long run to do something that scares the heck out of me? Um, but could influence somebody, it could provide an opportunity for a mom to talk about sex to her, you know, 16 year old daughter, who's just starting to notice some changes in her life. Could it provide an opportunity to make husband and wife relations that much better? Um, and that I think is that jump for me personally, at least I can't speak for other entrepreneurs, but for me, it's about having an impact and an opportunity to use my voice on a larger platform. And I'm not an actress. Um, I'm not famous. I'm not a politician. You know, I'm certainly not, you know, some amazing doctor by any means, but what I do have is creativity. I have passion and I have an ability in the amazing modern society that we live in to start a business. Absolutely. And that for me will be my platform. Oh yeah. But I, I thought you did it act a little bit in commercial yeah i did you know you're right you know what i'm busted <laughs> so, right. i did when i was in new york city i ended up you know it's uh, gosh it's such a city of dreams and um mm -hmm. i did end up doing a lot of some commercials and a full-length film and you know got the agent and did that whole route and it was so fun and exciting but you know i'm definitely not in hollywood driving a bugatti and you know uh, yeah, rubbing no. shoulders with leo <laughs> no i've got to. i've got to. i've got to. i gotta find those movies i know you <laughs> <laughs> please don't <laughs> I got, I've got to find them. Um, no, I, I, you know, I, I love New York uh, for that reason because you, you never know who you meet. Um, it's it's so interesting the the amount of dreams that are combined in this fast paced city. So, oh, it's 
True. I used to work at a restaurant in New York, um, and Anthony Bourdain lived on my street, and he would come in there all the time with his daughter, you know, and he's the famous Travel Channel host, yeah. and everybody loves him. But, but you just you just that is so new york it's such an amalgamation of people and dreams and life experiences and it's no nobody thinks it's a big deal the other thing about entrepreneurship is, is despite the fact that it you know it, it's basically you know you dive into something you want to solve a problem your particular thing the other reason i loved it is that you, it came out of a personal struggle as well you, you have stage four yeah stage four endometriosis oh it's, yeah it's a big one <laughs> no, if you, endometriosis. a lot of guys you're the like quintessential like guy response endometri what is yeah. that yeah. yeah um yeah you know and so endometriosis is it's very common it affects a lot of women um it, lena dunham from the show hbo girls she mm-hmm. talks a lot about this her personal struggle with endometriosis but essentially i mean without getting too medical and grossing you out too much but it's when your endometrium cells grow outside of your uterus and so what it does is it causes extreme pain and discomfort and um, heavy bleeding and it really it can make your life miserable and you know a lot of people um, don't care so much about it because it's not a, it's not a life or death situation but it can it totally inhibit your life? Um, and I and I, I've had multiple surgeries for it. I do have a really really bad case of it, um, and that's kind of one of the reasons that I fell into this holistic mindset was that I'd had multiple surgeries. I had had, and I love Western medicine. My stepdad's a doctor. My mom worked for the School of Medicine. Um, a lot of family friends are surgeons and amazing physicians. However, that didn't help me. And I, I've had surgeries. We've tried you know, taking testosterone and hormonal therapy and, um, all these different things that women go through that you don't even realize just to make themselves feel a little bit better on a monthly basis. And it wasn't until I started understanding the holistic mindset, you know, food and nutrition as medicine, um, and exercise and inflammation and understanding, um, how inflammation feeds disease. That's when I got into holistic health and started healing my endometriosis in a natural way. And that's one of the reasons I'm so passionate about Kiyavari being an all natural approach is because we come in contact with so many different medicines and chemicals and toxins every day. Our skin absorbs so much already. Let's not add to that. And you can be healthy while being chemical free. So Kiyavari absolutely born out of that personal struggle. Um, if you go to the website, I have a little movie and kind of talk about that a little bit because Um, A lot of women don't want to admit that they are struggling or they're in pain or maybe they're feeling different during sex than they thought they would. And without us talking about it, it's not going to fix it. So it's definitely a platform for endometriosis as well. No, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. That's something I definitely didn't know. I didn't even know how to pronounce it. So I'm so glad glad that you you, you helped me out with that. The the um, idea of, of women empowerment is, is something that I, I champion every day, and, it, and it's so key. Why do you feel like it's still an issue in its 21st century today? You know, I why is it still an issue? I, I don't know. I don't know why society is so kind of obsessed with it in a way. And maybe we're just looking at... I don't know. I, I don't want to get too weird and, and political for you. Uh, hey, it's your show. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to do that because I think I think it would just be so easy because I think we're all just afraid to be transparent, and that's really where my um, passion comes into play is is kind of being a role model and empowering women through transparency. That you know what? It's by golly, it is okay to go on a podcast and talk about bleeding and endometriosis because why not? Because again, half the population is doing that every month. Mm-hmm. And dealing with that issue every month. And I think that it just historically, you know, sex, um, menstruation, 
um, childbirth, pregnancy. I mean, look at even in the 18 and early 1900s, they used to say childbirth is a dangerous business and it shouldn't really be discussed. And they didn't even think women should be walking around pregnant, you know, and they should be on bed rest for nine months. And so I think we've always just had this, this mystery and this kind of, um, social anxiety around what it could mean if women started talking about these issues, what it could mean for women empowerment, you know, um, and since, you know, uh, guys, historically, men were kind of always head of society anyways. That's changing, thankfully, now. But it just wasn't, you know, like you said, you don't, you're not a girl. You don't deal with this. So why would it be important to you? Um, and the reason it's important is because, well, the women in your life affect your life. And women are starting to be leaders and taking charge in our world. And so we need to talk about the issues that affect them as well. 100%. 100%. And, and we as guys, I, I imagine you, you, you would encourage us to create open environments that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We have these things. Disgusting. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And, you know, and that was what set my childhood, I think, apart from other people's was that my mom, she was a single mom raising two kids, um, amazing woman, worked really hard. But she always was open with us. My brother and I have a younger brother. He's um, 27. Great kid. But she always <laughs> was open with us. I know. <laughs> hey, buddy. He, uh, she always was open with us about our bodies and about sexuality and not in a weird, detail-oriented way, but in a way that was educational. It was very educational. This is what you can expect. This is how it works. This is the risks. These are the precautions. And I remember, you know, my brother... Um, and his soon to be, uh, hopefully fiance when they were being starting to be sexual early on in the relationship, they've been together like nine or 10 years now. He wow. was helping her. Yes. Yo, amazing. High school, sweetheart, High school amazing sweetheart, couple. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. But you know, they, they, they were starting to go through that sexual experience together, but my brother was the one doing research on birth control for her. Like, does it get any more empowering than that? Yeah. Like, that was amazing to me that he was talking to her. Well, how do you think this is going to affect you? Do you think this is good for your body? What are our options? And the fact that their partnership was so strong at a young age that they could have those conversations, that laid a foundation now for the rest of their lives. And that, I think, is why it's so important for men to get involved and to be um, knowledgeable and educated about these issues because you could truly impact the, the partner that you spend the rest of your life with. I love it. Love it. And I hope the, the gentlemen listening uh, gain some insight on that. That's something I, I, you know, I hope people get to learn about because you're right. It, it has been treated as taboo and there are many yeah. uh, and, and it even goes even into varying degrees of taboo levels in different cultures just because, you know, many people are not supposed to voice out certain things traditionally and historically. So it's, oh, absolutely. You know, it, go, yeah. it goes unheard of. Um, but, you know, you being unashamedly proud of that. 
and also just talking about it, I think, is, is a huge step. And, I, and I'm glad that you, you came on here and you talked about it just because I, I didn't know about any of these things, uh, especially, um, you know, some of these um, struggles that a lot of women go through. I mean, I knew a little bit about it, but I didn't know in depth. Right. Absolutely. You know, and I'm so glad that you're willing to do this because it's such a step in the right direction. The fact that you're this influential thought leader, you're this awesome man and Uh, you're willing to get in there, but you're willing to get in the trenches and be like, okay, what the heck is going on? And what is this? And how can we help? And the first way that you guys, all the men out there listening can help is go ask your partner today. How is everything? How are you feeling? What's going on? Is there anything that maybe you haven't told me? I had a girlfriend who was dating a guy for like a year or so. And every time they were have um, intimacy intercourse, it was painful for her. And she never told him. And he always wondered, why is it kind of awkward between us? Mm. She didn't know if it was a comfortable conversation. Right. And it's like, wow, you could have totally changed that experience. Had you talked about it? Guys, ask, ask your, your partners how they feel in, and you know what's going yeah on. and what you can do to help it's sometimes as simple as gosh i would love a cup of tea with a little lemon in it right now thank you so much <laughs> oh my goodness i didn't even this is like you're just like opening my mind <laughs> yeah, yeah I, but it's, it, we're all so um just it's just where we are Our society is very self-focused yeah. and that's one of the things you know kiavari at least for me i am so passionate about relationships especially relationships between men and women um you know i think one of the biggest choices i will ever make in my life will be who my life partner will be my husband yeah. Yeah. um because that will literally affect every day for the rest of my life hopefully is my goal and the best way to do that is to build that strong foundation where we are talking and we are understanding that sex is going to be a really big part of that yeah yeah no absolutely and and just we're not done yet but i want you to give the audience a chance to talk about i mean to discover that website where is the website yeah absolutely so it is kiavarioil.com and i'm going to spell it because it is not spelled how it sounds it's an old italian word kiavari is spelled c-h-i-a-v-a-r-e oil.com and uh for all your uh listeners i did do a little discount code for people who listen to your podcast if they just type in um, tile 15 it's 15 percent off all orders all right all right no and it, it's c-h-i-a-v-a-r-e oil.com and it's, yep. yeah and it, it's it's got an italian origin and kiavari means what yeah, so Kiavari is this old Italian slang word. I'm a huge history nerd, um, and it's from like the 1880s, and it literally means to have sex or to unlock with a key. And I really think that that is telling because what we are trying to do is, you know, sexual health and our relationships are a key to happy life. And so let's unlock that. And so there you go. It's Kiavari. Boom. That, ladies and gentlemen, is why Kaylin has been marketing and promoting campaigns for a long time, and that's why she's an expert. She's an expert in that. You, yeah, let's talk about that. You're marketing and campaigns in a digital age. Can you share tips? Because you have the perfect experience for these. What are the best ways to to build a brand in a digital age? Absolutely. I think my background in storytelling and uh, media. For me, the emphasis is on who you are as the entrepreneur, what your story is. I mean, we're living in 2017. We can get any product from anywhere that we want. Nobody cares about the products. What they care about, which I mean, 
I shouldn't say they don't care about the products. We want high quality goods, absolutely. But what we care about is the stories and the impact and maybe the charitable organizations and the people who are actually doing the creating. So if you're an entrepreneur or maybe you have an idea that you haven't put into context yet, it is so easy. Go make a website. I personally love Shopify. It's my favorite platform. I've created two of my companies off of Shopify. It's so user-friendly. You can make an e-commerce site, but don't be afraid to tell your story. Don't be afraid to share your passion. Don't be afraid to make videos using your iPhone. I mean, our cameras on our phones are just as good now as if you went out and purchased a professional camera. So make videos, take pictures, talk about who you are and what drives your passion because that's what people are interested in. People love a good story. And if you have a story to share about why you invented, you know, the best folding napkin at your table because you love Christmas time and your family, that's going to get people really interested. And that's just an idea that came up. So if anybody wants to grab it, go ahead. (laughs) But um, that to me would be the number one thing is starting with those stories and then using the digital age. You don't need to run a $50,000 ad campaign to be successful. But what you can do is utilize social media platforms and your own personal brand to just throw out your content, blog every day, post pictures every day, contact all these bloggers and all these awesome people who are doing podcasts, who are doing their own blogs, who are creating their own content. See if you can be a guest on a show. See if you can um, you know, create content for them. See if they want to come on your website and write for you. I mean, you do not need a lot of money to get going. And that's what's so great about the age that we live in because it's constantly moving, constantly developing. Just use the resources in front of you. I know y'all are on Facebook and Instagram every day anyway. So you might as well go ahead and start a business using those same platforms. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I had to cough there, but that, that's no, so true. That's so true. And I think it's so important because when this podcast started, the interesting story for this was I didn't know how to find an audience. So I, you know, I, you know how you found the word Kiavari. I, I just come in contact with the word third culture kids. And that's exa- exactly who I am. And it, it refers to people that spent the formative periods of their lives outside of the parents' cultures. Uh, So diplomatic kids, army brats, global nomads. And so I I, I just basically saw that it's an acronym called TCK and third culture kids. So I went on Twitter and did hashtag TCK, hashtag third culture kids. And it just started looking up people that identified as such, whether they put it on the bio or they talked about it. And I created this list on Twitter and I was like, one day, Saturday morning, I'm just going to reach out to each of these people and say, hey, I'm a fellow, yes, fellow yes. TCK. I'd love to share your story. And that's that when you were saying storytelling, I was like, yes, people connect around story and community. So you don't have to have that million dollar budget. You can find people that connect across what you're saying. Maybe you could, you know, you, you can do the same thing with, with um, and I'm going to say it right. It's, it's it, I got it. Endometriosis? Ah, good job. I'm so proud of you. Yes. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, or if you're into plumbing or you're into something, you can always do something around that and then create that community, create that platform and just maybe be the one that interviews people to talk about all that stuff or maybe invite people to contribute to that platform and then gradually with consistency uh, and, and continuous hustle because you are right. It does it does take you going out there and, and putting out content. And, and just being willing to, to be that voice in your market uh, for you to do that. But I, I love the fact that you combine storytelling and, and uh, finding your tribe around that because I think a lot of people underestimate the power of what Internet can do thinking that right. they, they're competing with billion-dollar corporations. No, and you're not. You're only competing with the people in your community. And that's what's so awesome is it's it's just about having that local approach, sharing your story, and 
by golly, it doesn't matter what you're passionate about. Just be willing to share that passion with people and there will be an audience for you. Yeah, yeah. What about haters? Have you had any haters in your journey? Yes. Tell me more. I mean, I think... I think in general, I mean, just being on uh, on camera, doing TV hosting, even kind of acting, you get rejected all the time. I mm-hmm. mean, I cannot tell you how many no's and doors I've had slammed in my face. And that's just that's just a part of that journey. Um, with Kiyavari, it's been really interesting because it is such a taboo topic. And I'm always so surprised when I talk to these women who I think are um, role models and mentors in the community, and they do not even want anything to do with it because it scares them. And, uh, you know, there, I, even just like little markets and trade shows and opportunities where Kiyomari would be a big hit for the audience. They say, no, 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 you can't bring it here. It's not family friendly. Um, it doesn't get more family friendly than having women have good sexual health. So <laughs> I don't, but, but it, but it is, it's such a, a catch 22. So yeah, it, it's been a long, interesting road with Kiyomari and understanding what words, what tips, what information I need to share in order for people to be interested in it and then understanding where it scares people. And it scares people the moment you say S-E-X and it cracks me up because I'm thinking, girl, you could use some Kiyavari in your life. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And and it's, you you know I mean? You're so right. And, and, you know, it's something that, you know, I've even had to to deal with as a guy, but I can't imagine what it's like for, for women because if I... You know, if there are some guys that are like, ah, I don't want to talk about this. There, I can't imagine the amount of women that, like you said, will go through internal things. And maybe a woman might have seen my reaction and said, "Well, I can never talk about my issue right. with, with with this with Tyle. Look, look how I reacted." So it's something that you know I, I have to become aware of, and, and I might not be doing it to make the person uncomfortable. I just might have done it because I was told society yeah, told yeah. me that way. Yeah, like, hey, don't talk about this in public. Don't talk about this. We can't talk about this. But, you know, I'm loving that there is um, such a bigger interest now in sexual health and the holistic approach. And we're seeing um, Cosmopolitan and Allure Magazine, and we're even seeing some different types of stuff like that on Goop, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's blog. And, and those are all great platforms. And I'm hoping that the more I reach out and the more that I share my story, that it won't be so taboo for people and so scary because it's just not it's just like any other issue any other health thing any other bodily issue i mean it's just we're all humans we're all experiencing this crazy little thing called life together yeah yeah and uh, listeners turn your haters into your motivators like she's kaylin's done and just stay true to who you are that's the most important thing and that's what she's done yeah she did it she she came to new york pursued a dream broadcast around some acting and then she found um you know, an opportunity to, to be with Skinny and Coal Coconut Oil, and she led chief, market, chief marketing officer there. She learned a lot about the industry and then dove into her own company, despite what people would say. Why are you doing that? What are you Why are you doing that? Yeah. yeah. No, I, oh, I have a great story now about a rejection. So I was talking with this great blogger. She has a wonderful blog, and she really, really wanted to try Kiyavari. I mean, wanted to try it so bad. But she was afraid that her mom and her grandma would see it on her, her very famous blog. Mm. And I said, and I just started, and she's like 45 years old. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't like a 16 year old who's like, oh, I don't want my mom to to know. (laughs) And so she's like, no, I just, I can't, I just, I don't, I I would love to try it, but I'm afraid. And I just finally said, you know what? You are a beautiful, amazing woman. How about I just send you a bottle? I don't even care if you write about it or not. Just try it for yourself. 
And then she ended up loving it and wanted to write about it. And it was like, see, that's one of those moments for all you entrepreneurs out there. When you hear a no, when somebody says, I'm not interested or this can't happen, don't give up. Approach it with a different perspective. Because in the end, just like you said, sometimes your haters become your biggest supporters. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I've, I've just loved having you on. And just because it's, this is everyday life. You're talking about everyday life issues and you've turned your your personal journey into a story that many people can connect with and you've educated at the same time so it's it, those are the best type of podcasts for me when it's a cultural education and and it's just a true honest uh journey about life issues that we don't talk about in every day so i want to thank well, you well thank that. you thank you so much for that and i there's a long way to go but i think it's a step in the right direction and everybody just get talking about it yes yes and it's KiavariOil.com. Kiavari is spelled C-H-I-A-V-A-R-E, oil.com. I'll put that in the show notes. I'll make sure more people know about this. Really, really love having you on there. But before we go, the last question I always ask is how people use their difference to make a difference. That's my mission, uh, mission statement, and that's the story I hope to, to continue to tell around the world. So how do you, Kaylin, use your difference to make a difference? Yep. I think my difference is that I am this weird, outspoken, energetic girl who does not mind at all talking about sex and gross things. And so my goal is to make sexual health not X-rated, but actually about health. And that's how I want to make a difference. Making sexual health not X-rated and actually about health. Love it. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> that's the goal. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kaylin. And uh, for, for those listening till next week, use your difference to make a difference. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.